Welcome everybody, welcome, welcome to an exciting, exciting installment of the TBA show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. You are listening to the host who does the most, even when he makes toast, the one, the only, DJ Stones. And with me here is the big daddy of the TBA show. It's me, everybody, the simple lord himself. What up, everybody? Yeah, and boy, do we have a good show for you. We have a good show. But before we hop into anything, let us enjoy these tunes.
That was a good tune. That was an amazing, amazing tune. So uh, let's start off. There was, I think, when was it? Like 2016, 2014, 2015, an announcement by Blizzard Activision was made. Yeah. Of a new Diablo game. Yep. So it's one of my favorite games right now, the Diablo series. The whole world thought maybe it's going to be a Diablo at three or four. It was four. It was Diablo four. four. And then, no, they announced they're making a mobile game. Yep. And from there, it was one of the worst, the worst um, audience reactions. Yeah, yeah. People actually, um, I think people booed it as well. No, no, it was booed. I still remember they booed and the guy's like, uh, so what? So what? What are you guys booing? You guys don't have phones? You know, Mm. it made it it sound like it's our fault. It's like, what? That they didn't give what people what they wanted. <laughs> I still remember some guy who stood up and was like, I just want to ask a question. Was this some um um out of season out of season um April Fool's joke? <laughs> and I was like, damn, this bro is brave, man. But it's crazy. So this year it finally came out. Yeah, yeah. I got it on my iPad. But the issue with it is how bad it is in terms of pay to win. Wait, let me let me give the, the, the listeners a bit of background. So Diablo is basically a, an action RPG game. A hack and slash is what they call them in the you know in the gaming industry. You just go in, you kill demons. It's pretty simple gameplay and the gameplay loop is what gets you in where you fight a couple of demons, you kill them, you get a lot of loot, bruh. And I think that's what made it so addictive and it's such a beloved franchise for people. I know people have started playing Diablo from the first one all the way through to Diablo 3 and what they thought would be 4. So now when Blizzard releases a mobile game for one of the most anticipated um, sequels to uh, 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 one of their titles, obviously this got people riled up. But anyway, um, what's the controversy? I don't even know. To <laughs> <laughs> so the problem is now that they've given a free game, right? right? So it's basically it's a free game. You could go to your 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 app store download it and you could go to your um you could go to your is i think it's steam or is it steam or battle.net it's battle.net battle.net and then you can also get it on there right but now the big issue with this with this game right now is that it's the as you go in later on it becomes a pay to win yeah so basically the term pay to win or ptw is used in gaming when we refer to games that allows players to purchase items or abilities that make them powerful, which gives them an unfair advantage or an advantage in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Either over other players that are going through the grind, right? So that's the first problem they have. So it's a pay to win. So basically, if you have a big enough credit, you can swipe away instead of, you know, doing what, as you said, you know, grinding, grinding and, getting, and getting items. You know, it's just now I pay. You know, and so that was the first issue that people had. Now the second one, right? This was oh yes, and you can go up to one hundred yep, and ten dollars. Yeah. That's it thousand, right? A hundred and ten thousand dollars. hundred and ten thousand yep. dollars yep. to fully gear up in Diablo Immortals. Yeah. Right? And you need to then ensure that you log in every day or else you will start losing items. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, 
there's so many it's layers and layers of pay to win and it's kind of beautiful how blizzard is so as i was about to say a bad word but so immoral with how badly they they monetize this because what they ended up doing there's so many levels that they hide the pay to win aspects they have like I think 20 different currencies in that game. Yeah. This is just to hide how pay to win it is. So you can buy this gem, you can buy this legendary crest, you can buy so many different things just to hide the fact that it's pay to win. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen, but in the latest news about it, it's been banned in a lot of EU countries because it's it goes against a lot of the EU anti-gambling laws. Yeah. So basically, yep. what what's happening is Diablo Immortal has... has especially in the late game it just devolves into what is basically a loot box system which is something that all gamers hate a loot box system is basically mm. you pay for the chance to get something cool and this is obviously a bad thing and a moral thing because a lot of people a lot of people without self-control fall into the pit of paying a lot of money to get a lot of nothing yeah. and that's what happens with loot boxes so a lot of gamers have been against it and games that offer this so and in, in Diablo Immortal, what they did perfectly was they started to hide loot boxes. So the, how they do it in Diablo and how they're able to circumvent a lot of these laws and breaking these laws in some countries, in EU, a lot of the countries have picked up on it, is mm. instead of a direct loot box, you buy keys to a loot box, but you only open this loot box by grinding a boss. And then at the end of that game, of, of beating that boss, it's like a five-minute boss, you get the opportunity to get a, a good item. So it's a loot box, but with many steps. Yeah. And I think that's what's most immoral. And, and that's what hurts the fans the most is that it's basically devolved into a loot box system where everything is paid to win. Absolutely everything. And, and the worst part is other pay to win models, because this is a model that's big in gaming, because if you want to make your, free, uh, your game free, you have to, I mean, monetize it somehow. Yeah. What other game de uh, developers would do is that, okay, you, you're paid to win aspects. So you buy a piece of armor or a sword, a big sword, a cool mm. sword, at least it's account-bound. What that means is that at least you can swap it between all the characters you have. Yeah. In Diablo, it's character-bound. So if you want to pay to win for one character, you get it all the way. But if you want to do the same or use those same items, you can't. You have to pay mm. you to win again another 110,000 on another character. I'm like, it's absurd. And I think this is the issue that is starting to appear or has been appearing in mainstream gaming. You know, I know with FIFA doing EA was a uh, big culprit in doing it with, uh, you know, Battle. Just what is it? Battle, Battlefield um, with their Star Wars franchise and FIFA. doesn't even FIFA have yeah with FIFA and uh, boxy elements with FIFA know. they they toned it down a whole lot now. Mm. You know, they had to tone it down because of the, the the many troubles they're getting in, especially in countries countries that are in the EU. But it was bad, you know. I remember with one of the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, the first one, it was close to unplayable unless you had money. You know, like you could literally, I think it was like, you could, I th if I'm not mistaken, it was like two or three characters you could actually play mm. and the rest you had to get them out of a, you, like this little draw system that they would have and then you, you get a loot box and then you could, you could or could not and then if you wanted more chances, you then have to pay for more yeah, chances. Yeah, for more chances, yeah. And now the problem is that's gambling at the end of the day. Yeah. You're getting little kids into it's, gambling. It's fancy gambling. Yep. And I, I know they were in huge trouble for that and then, you know, Battlefield, which is supposed to be a World War One simulator, you know, you World War Two. I mean, simulator, and like, like how our great grandfathers remember World War Two. You know, halfway through a fight, a loot box box fell from the sky. You know, to save Germany in the war. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler's big loot box <laughs> came from the sky. 
to if save you just had a loot box at the end. But my anyway. <laughs> and I guess now that's where it started. And you know that there's that meme yeah. where it started how it's going. Yeah. And this is how it's going now. Where the gaming scene has just become a money machine, you know? Yeah. And it's no more about making quality games that sell. It's about it's a good title. Let's make let's see how, how what we can work out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's also happening now in the movie industry where they're just throwing like the new Star Wars or the new um what's another one that's failing? Or just any Marvel title mm. where they just slap it on. And like I think a couple of shows back I was with DJ Mayo and uh, we were, I, was, I, was, I was ranting about Doctor Strange because I hated it. That it was, was a bad movie. It was a very I bad movie. I didn't watch movie. it, but it was a bad movie. I know. Uh, yeah, but it's that thing of, you know, they just throw that there and they're like, yeah, people are going to spend money. And they did. And they did. And with Diablo Immortals, people probably spent money. Yeah, in the first week, in this first week of it being released, it's made $6 million already. And that's a huge issue, you know. And I understand that, you know, the argument can be said that, no, it's a free game. They need to make money, right? How are they going to keep the servers up and stuff? But you, you, you bring in some sort of in-game store. Yeah, they could have done what they did with Diablo 3. Diablo, you pay once off, and then obviously you can pay for the DLC, yeah. which is just additional content that you don't necessarily have to have yeah. to have fun in the game. And even if, look... Diablo is such a great game that even if they charge something like $100, okay, that's insane, but $100, for example, mm. people would still pay it. People would buy it. Yeah. But I guess it shows you the how how the gaming industry has changed from if you look at a Diablo, th- uh, Diablo 3 and Diablo Immortals, when they came, they both came out in two different periods in, in gaming yeah, history. Yeah. One, it wasn't mainstream, you know, now it is mainstream where like literally it's, it's the thing and you literally see the difference between the two. Yeah, but let's jump into some more exciting news, because WWDC happened this week. Yeah, the Worldwide Developers Conference. Yes, it's Apple. Apple's development conference. Right? Yeah, they saw some nice things, mostly software based, but we got some treats this yeah. one. Where do we start? Start us off with one. Um, I want to talk about iOS 16. Okay. So iOS iOS 16 came out came out with a lot of features, like um. I think one of my favorite things is the notifications now come from the bottom up. Yes. So you can swipe up to get your notification. I think just from ergonomics, it makes sense. And you know, what I don't like about <laughs> the kind of phone industry, it yep. takes someone doing this after so many years to realize maybe it's easier to swipe down from your screen if you're using your, your finger or not ever. And what's too cool... Too well to do it ergonomically. What's yeah. cool is that it also takes up... like le- It's less clunky. Yeah. Because you know, now it's right at the bottom. It doesn't cover my, my, my time. Yeah. You know, I can still see my wallpaper. It still... It, it fits well. I think it actually would fit better at the bottom than the top or the middle. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know, it's interesting. I think this was actually in the works... A long time ago because if you remember what happened with ios 15 mm-hmm. was that uh it's not a notification thing but do you remember the um where you can use your your notification panel mm-hmm. so what you use to change your settings or whatever, switch on your wi-fi mm-hmm. that used to be at the bottom for apple yeah. then they changed it to come from the top right and now i don't think that it would be possible to have notifications at the same time from there mm-hmm. so i think this is quite interesting but speaking of your wallpaper mm-hmm. and your clock Yep. They also added in customization for your wallpaper and your clocks now. Yes. You can change colors. You can. It's insane coming from Apple that this much customization is there. And I like that they did it in an elegant way. 
it yeah. doesn't look ugly. There's this thing that they do that's quite crazy. I feel like uh, it's the small things that make people go, like, make me go crazy, right? So you have your picture that you've chosen, right? Mm-hmm. And if your picture has a focused image, mm. right? So let's say it's a person, it will fit the time behind oh, the yeah, focused I saw image. Oh, that. Oh, that was brilliant. I was man. like, wow. Yeah, no, that was that was brilliant. Ah, oh, man. So it's not that it's behind the entire photo. It's like it feels now. You're, it makes your time feel like it's, so. If you have a, if there's a picture of me, it makes it feel like it's right behind me. Yeah, yeah. And it, I feel like that's going to be it's very fitted cool. around. It's so cool. Oh, yep. that's one of the things I loved about it. Something else they added features to unsend messages. A lot of little cool stuff, you know, um, that they just added more more on the look side. Nothing crazy in terms of like how it works. iOS is still the same when you get into the nitty-gritty of it um something else they 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 added which i thought was cool is apple pay getting a pay li- pay later feature so currently i'm using a lot of apple pay because i lost my bank card and at this point i'm thinking do i even need a bank card honestly yes. no i don't i don't think i need a bank card i've got apple pay now so i think actually apple pay is insane uh i started using it probably like two months ago now and just the nfc readers um reading distance was insane to me mm. it's something like 40 centimeters away from the machine that i can tap and i was like what from that moment on i knew this was the phone for me this was <laughs> this was apple pay for me <laughs> so now what they added was the ability to pay later pay later option yeah. so you can pay for whatever let's say you're maybe it's a big purchase you bought a tv yeah you can over time paid off and i think they'll go into more details in it but what i'm hoping for is that it's not just tied to the apple card because i know that's something they have Mm -hmm. but if they open it up to other banks yeah that's where that's where it's going to be really interesting that's something i'm excited about also because yeah they have the apple apple credit card basically so maybe that's what's going to be used with it and yeah anything else Nah, nah, I don't have anything else. I'm crazy. I had one. Now. I just need to not find it. So they're allowing you now for with iMessage, right, to be able to delete and edit messages. Yeah. I know it's, it feels weird, like, well, finally, Apple, welcome to the game. But this yeah. is, fe- thinking, looking at what um, iMessage is, right, it's, it's like a hybrid of text messages and WhatsApp, yep. basically. And having a feature like this where you can edit and you can delete messages is actually very, 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 very good. Mm. And this, I, I think it was MKHB who's like, you're shocked that, it, that the, what you call it, if they release this before Twitter releases edit tweets, it's going to be so funny. Yep. <laughs> and, is, and Twitter still hasn't <laughs> released it, so it's probably not going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. Nope. Ah, <laughs> but even what is this Apple CarPlay? They got a new redesign. Oh, oh now that, for those who haven't seen it, do me a favor. Straight after this, this, this listen, go on to YouTube and search Apple CarPlay. Yeah. Apple has just changed the car, the car industry. You know, I, I was listening to someone like, okay, what? why don't you just make the rest of the car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just it makes you make sense. Like, <laughs> they made everything so brilliantly, so yeah. clean. I think this is, they could even port this to other electric cars. I can see the software or how it's laid out being used in other electrical vehicles. Not even electrical so vehicles. It's going to be used because there's already cars like the Quids. The Renault Quids has Apple CarPlay in it. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, and what needs to happen now is, a lot of car companies, especially your Mercedes, your Audis, are going more digital. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them already have digital. It's mostly the more budget-friendly cars. It's just the 
the main display and then they still have odometers that are manual or, or yeah manual based and our problem probably guessing is because of the cost to, yeah, of to build and now apple has just reduced that yeah yeah all you need to do is build the the the, the hardware and apple yeah. provides the software with apple carplay and i think what's cool apple carplay is just the integration how seamless it is with your phone like i think i've only used apple carplay once in a vehicle i'm like wow this feels like the future. Mm. You know, th- when something is just sitting in a car, I'm like, this actually feels like the future. And what's going to be so cool is that it's going to now take over, your, like we said, your entire dashboard. Very similar to a, um, what's it called? To a Tesla, how you, your, your front thing for a Tesla is basically digital. Yeah. And now because of that, you can have see your notification, your oh, calendar, dude. you can see the time, you can have your, your map right there on your yeah, dashboard your you know calls, you can call your music everything is now here's my question because a lot of even when they showed it right they showed two screens so they showed your dashboard and then they also showed your um the little tablet thing on the side you know yeah. that tablet what is it that's the screen the radio on the side yeah, yeah. so i wonder will they make the the um dashboard touch screen or they will just give you the control still on the side i think that's more of a manufacturing Manufacturer, more of a hardware, no, the 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 car the car manufacturers choice. Yeah, so so I think what a lot of them are doing is that the the dash where you have your speed and whatever, mm. most of them is digital, but it's not touchscreen Touch. unless it's in the higher end cars, you mm. know, your Mercedes's. But then the main console for your music or whatever and your navigation is touchscreen. Touch. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be cool because now I'm being able to use that in mm. such a, oh, it's gonna be awesome, man. And I think. I really like because they they also showed how it would look on like a car that way it's not full the full thing and it's just where the normal um speedometers and stuff are yeah and it's like literally it's so nice you know because it's all digital you know for people like me who doesn't want to read that i have 15 bars of petrol left you know i can see okay 40 percent of petrol yeah that means i need to probably put in some more and you know you can see calls and stuff that are coming in so i think it's a very very cool feature that apple is bringing in and I can see a lot of car companies that don't they, they don't see the need to actually pick up and make their own. And they'll be like, cool, let's actually just use an Apple Play. Yeah. And I know Android was also, I think they also had something yeah, like this they for have cars. Android Auto, but I don't... I think this just blew it out the water. Yeah, that's the problem. It's nice, but I mean, compared to this, this mm. new update, this is insane, man. No, it's very crazy. Something else cool, that was cool that they, 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 they spoke about was continuity camera which is basically being able to use your phone as a webcam oh, for your yeah. PC. I'm like, oh, finally. I mean, they've been giving us 1080p cameras in their high-end uh, machines for all long. So, I mean, it's the least they could do. I think I'm looking at, is this the Mac Pro that I'm looking at right now? But I'm looking at a Mac Pro. Yeah, this is uh, an iMac. Oh, an iMac, yes. I'm looking at an iMac right now, and I know for sure that the camera, I think, is less than 1080p. I think I think this one these ones are ten, these ones are 4K no, no 1080p no way Apple these ones are very clear on yeah, the but iMac it's 1080. probably 1080 which is a problem for yeah. such a high end device yes because it can actually the resolution it can go for is up to for those who are wondering what I'm talking about there's an iMac right in front of us yeah yes and the so I know the resolution can go up to like 4K if not more. Yep. But the camera is at 1080. And even, I think it's worse on the MacBooks. MacBooks, I know it's, uh, most of them had 720p cameras up until the recent ones, like last year. Do you which know is how, absurd. Do you know who I see it benefiting a lot? Yeah. 
because obviously the question now comes like i don't need a 10 i don't need a 4k um face recorder for a meeting you know but i think for content creators yeah i think it would be very good for content creators because now they don't have to go buy this very expensive camera they can yeah. just attach they their, can use their very expensive camera that's in their pocket yep and then they can just simply record yeah i think yeah. that's going to be a very very cool feature all the streamers out there you know now's your time to rise up you know and stream some more <laughs> yeah yeah and so before we hit the what was the main basically the biggest announcement there right another cool feature that came out was the so two cool features that i saw uh for the ipad there's going to be multitasking with the stage manager tool so you can do it like a la- and i've kept saying this i think apple's focus now because of how the, the directions of their macbooks and the macbook airs are going they're making the ipads a low-end pc yeah i'm seeing this right now and with this multitasking it's becoming even more and more laptop it's about time Apple. you know and i mean i'm loving it i, I recently got myself an ipad 2021 9 inch 10 inch actually it's a 10 inch and i'm enjoying it and i'm seeing how I've, I'm, I'm hoping i want more of what they bring so i can leave my laptop at home because i'm like it's actually safer to walk around with this guy than my laptop with which has a lot of moving parts yeah. you know the second thing they brought which was very amazing so last i think the last with their last release of of software and stuff they spoke about the fact that you could take a picture of something and then uh, highlight the text you know and i remember a lot of people were like yeah you know google did that you know i was one of those also say google did that already that feature is sick i use it all the time to get to the next level you could be watching a video you can pause the video and just highlight yeah the text text and grab it from and then grab it on it I'm just thinking of the students. Oh, oh thank you, dude. Lord. While you're studying something, now whatever the teacher is writing on the board, even. You can just record. I'm like, finally. Just put it on, and pop then, it in and your then notes. And you think that's, that's it. You're like, you're like, okay, cool, Apple. That's a freaking cool feature. I think that's where they're going to stop. No, no, no. They're like, okay, yeah. But then if you have a picture and you click, not mask over it, you yeah. click on, a, on an object, it will remove. You make a copy of that object only, yep. and then you can use yeah, it somewhere else. The background, basically. I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Finally!" Because in if you go back to our previous shows, you hear me going going wild about the the abionic chips and stuff. And finally, I feel like they're now using it to its full capacity. And this isn't even it. These chips are so powerful that Dude, there's so much more that they can, can be do. done on mm. these. And I'm excited to see where they take. Just um, iOS in general, because the, the 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 steps that they're going in is very cool, man. And I'm superbly excited. But the big announcement and what we're gonna end off with was the announcement of the M2 MacBook Airs. Yeah. <sighs> Why are they like this? <laughs> so for the <laughs> listeners who don't know, the M2 chip basically relates to. And now uh, I don't know if you remember to any of the listeners out there. There was a time that Apple was using Intel chips to run their, 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 their laptops and their devices. But then in recent years, they started moving over to making their own chips, which were more efficient, more powerful, and they, they used way less resources than any of the competitors. And because Apple, they were created for Apple devices, it was always a thing of it was well optimized for whatever device it was in. So now, when these came out, I still remember when the M1 came out, they were the most powerful chips in any laptop at the time. Yeah. And other than things like the Threadripper with like maybe 64 cores, they are still up there with some of the most powerful um, um, chipsets that we have for like laptops and whatever. And even just, um, um, what is it, workstations. 
Now they came out with the M2s, and I still remember the comparisons were being had with things like the Threadripper now. Things like um, 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 3080 Ti's in terms of like graphical yep. um, performance. Like I'm looking at some of the specs. So this is the low-end one. This is the one, $1,100 one, right? Yeah. So you have the $1,100 and you have the $1,400, right? Yep. So it's the $1,100. It, it's an 8-core CPU with four performance cores, four efficient cores. It has an 8-core GPU, 16-core natural engine, 100 gigabits per second memory bandwidth right and then you go further it has a 13 inch uh display it's uh, it's uh two two thousand five two thousand five hundred sixty by one thousand six hundred and six hundred and sixty four hmm. right it supports a billion colors this is great because it has 18 hours of uh battery life yeah and I'm going down. It brought back MagSafe with MagSafe 3. Finally. It has a, a head. I'm so shocked that they're leaving the head the headphone jacks inside the, the what you call it. I kind of, out of all the devices to keep them in. I mean, a lot of software engineers use uh, Mac, so I kind mm. of understand it. But for the listeners who don't understand what all these numbers are being spewed out, if you think of the best Intel chips now, which would probably be the i9 12th gen, it's about 40% faster than that. Yep. Just know that. And this is in a low uh, power, um, more efficient core. So this is something that will have better battery life, as he said, and um, I'm still run better and cooler than whatever the competition has, which is absurd. It's crazy. And with all of those <laughs> said, it has a 1080p front camera. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> this is why they gave us uh, um, this feature. Yep. Wow. Look at Apple. So yeah, this is the A, and this is supposed to be their low end. Yep. So I can't wait to see what they release when they release the Pro. Dude, I'm, I'm waiting for the iMac Pro. I'm happy I'm that waiting. I'm only willing, to, I was only wanting to upgrade my Mac next year. Oh, <laughs> dude. This makes me want to get an iMac Pro, but also I'm not, what am I going to use an iMac oh, Pro for? Use an iMac Pro. Just get a MacBook Pro. But also, but the iMac Pro is so beautiful. That's a device that I've been looking forward to getting for many years right now. And I think it's at a point where... Why not? Yeah. But we'll see. This is just amazing. Just for all the people who use Apple and Apple devices for work, like Macs, workflows will be insane now. The portability of these devices and how much power they output means that things like, I can even see things like um, video editing for movies yeah. being much easier now. Yep. More than more than you need something like a trash can. or, or That's what it was called. Yeah. Things, what, what's the... Um, the PC version, I even forgot what the it's called. The cheese grater, yeah, the cheese grater, uh, Mac. Um, um, even that is something that's going to be more portable. It's the power of that, the efficiency of that is sitting at a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when the Pro comes when out, the Pro comes out, I think it's going to challenge the studio as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to to seeing how workflows change and how much easier it's going to be to make things. Like, mm. I think that's what allows people to apple if you want to make things you get an apple yeah well but yeah that is it for our show i hope you guys enjoyed this was very informative but from me the dj your love the one the only dj stones and with me here is the most power efficient <laughs> dj on all of active fm come at me <laughs> it's me your boy dj simp and you listen to the most efficient 10 times better 
20 times faster show inactive fm signing out peace FM. Radio has never been better.